I felt I felt like that punch That's was a little racist. There, I said it. Sterling on the air. How you doing? Probably was. It probably was. How you doing? There it is. There uh, it is. How you doing? <laughs> Joined by my brothers Marcus, Rick, and Matt. What's going on, gentlemen? Not much. Chilling, chilling. What's up with you, man? Uh, can't call it, brother. Can't call it. Welcome to the party. So, yes, this episode we're going to discuss, you know, sports, 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 which is Marcus's field right here. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm going to pass it on to you, brother. I didn't know if you wanted to start it off or if you wanted uh, our boy Matt to start it off, but I'll... I'll let you rock and roll well, for me. Oh, no, man. I'll start it. Uh, I got the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks. The Kansas City Chiefs did what I figured they would. You know, hurts me a little bit because I'm a Lamar fan. I love to see him win, but I just kind of knew. Yeah, this Chiefs team is different, man. The defense is rocking. And they still got Patrick Mahomes, so they're always going to be in it. But, um, yeah. As far as that, and then like the the lions collapsing, you know. Sheesh. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm kind of on the fence about it because, like, they were winning. Like, the things that got them there, they had to continue to do it. But like, they stopped running the ball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like they were just trying to score at that point. It's like I don't know. Once the momentum switched, there was I kind of knew what was about to happen. You know. But I'll say this, going into the Super Bowl, the 49ers can't play that game or the game they played against Green Bay. They'll like be done. getting down by double digits, they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. If they, they get scored, down by double digits, they're going to lose by double digits. They yeah. scored 18 points in seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, man. I don't know. It was a good, it was a good weekend of uh, championship weekend. It was a good weekend of football. But, like, what do you guys think about it? Brother Matt, we'll, we'll let you go first. Uh, to start off with the Chiefs Ravens game, uh, I think that game was strictly defense. Yeah, nobody was really able to score the ball as easily as both of those teams have the whole year. And then uh, Zay Flowers trying to dive into three Chiefs defenders and fumbling it on the one yard line. I feel like that really <laughs> that ended the game right there. This is a call that could determine the whole game right here. Sneed. It's out. Who has played as at the highest level this entire season, Jim? Sneed has defended the other team's best receiver, traveled with him all year, and he has shut him down week in, week out, and makes the biggest play of the season. Because then uh, Lamar throws a pick rough a few downs later when they get the ball. Yeah, but, but you could put the blame on anybody on that. I don't think it's one person. But Lamar, he did very good as being a leader, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, the Lions and 49ers, I don't really have much to say for that one. The Lions <laughs> just fell apart. I, mean, I I think they got too happy. They started celebrating too early. And I second that. Yeah. Once they got too excited, I think it was over with after that. You got to hold, you got to be, even if you're up 20, you got to act like you're down five. Like, especially in the playoffs. Especially, but yeah, uh, like uh, like Marcus said, it was a great weekend. If you love football in general, no matter what team you're cheering for, it was great games all around. So, oh yeah, heard absolutely, absolutely, brother Rick, your thoughts. Uh, I'll I'll start with where you all just ended with that, where Matt ended with that, and we kind of chimed in. Absolutely, this. I'm not saying there hasn't been any years, but as far as I can remember, this has been one of the best championship weekends as far as I'm concerned for yep. entertainment. Um, I think uh, the media is trying to tell us, like they're create. let me rephrase. There's definitely a vibe out there that they're trying to create some controversy with this whole Taylor Swift shit. Where, um, <laughs> because like, look, you'll see all these people online defending her being there and them showing them like they have the video breaking down exactly how many seconds they spent showing her like 
Colin Coward went on a whole rant about it. And honestly, I don't think too many of us are bitching. Like, am I speak? Am I speaking for all of us, at least that are on the show right now? Blunt Labs concerned. When I say that, I don't mind them showing her. I don't mind the extra entertainment value. Do you? No, not at all, man. She's a she's a pretty girl. You know what I'm saying? And besides the fact, well, obviously she's attractive to look at, but they're not really like overemphasizing it. Like like Colin Coward's show broke it down for 12 seconds. She got literally 12 seconds of TV time in the last game. The most was in the Dolphin game, but that was because the game was fucking terrible. You know what I mean? It was like 42 <laughs> seconds of airtime. Like, they broke it down, how much airtime she got at each game. So, with that said, wow. they, and they break it down, too, and they're like, you know how much actual football time you get? 16 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, you're getting 16 minutes of football with all the other shit going on. I was like, okay. Anyways, I digress. That said, uh, I'll start with the Kansas City game. Um, if that doesn't prove to you that... I will never doubt Patrick Mahomes again. And, you can't. Uh, you can never uh, do that. You can't doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs. You know, I told you guys I was kind of wide open with the AFC. I didn't have a set pick. You know what I mean? When it came to the AFC, I knew the Niners were coming, but the AFC, I didn't really know. It was kind of up in the air. Um, that That game solidified what I've been saying about Lamar and the Ravens for quite some time. So this season that you got from Lamar and the Ravens is the exact season you're going to get from Lamar if he stays healthy every season. You're going to great doing the regular season. Going to come up short in the playoffs because the better playoff teams are going to beat you, and here's why. I used the terminology in a previous show called Broken Plays, and I want to back up and sort of retract a little bit. It's not really broken plays. It's that they're designed to run this option on every game or every play and every game. So what happens is the defense doesn't exactly know what's going to happen. Like with most teams, they study. So they're like, well, we see this look, this cadence, this, 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 this shift. We know basically what they're about to run. Lamar has the ability to take that ball and make a good decision and has the physical abilities to make it a true RPO, right? And what happened is he came up short. I call it luck ball. You guys know in the chat, I called it quite often, luck ball. He just, it's only, it's going to run out. And when you're playing a good team like Kansas City, who's just going to dissect you, it's toast. Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes are breaking a record every single time that they have a pass. It's right now. And and it was amazing to watch. It was a great game to watch. Kansas City is going all the way. Uh, the Niners-Detroit game, um, yes, you can't knock him for going for it on fourth on those two those two different ones where they came up short because you would call him a genius if he made it. If he made it, yeah. Goff, pressure, in trouble, throws on the run, incomplete! But at the same time, to tie it up, come on, man. I yeah, I, 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 hope, yeah. I hope he learned a little bit from that. Oh, look. Amazing I game. I totally agree. Yeah, I like hope this wasn't me, his last season. Like, nah, he I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. yeah, he ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. But I want to congratulate Marcus because, you know, he he basically picked right on all yeah. his picks. His tree was 100% yeah. correct. 100%. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to... bro. I just... <laughs> I just, I just want to say fuck your couch, homie. I just want to say fuck your couch. You know, I, I'm I'm a little pissed at Detroit lost because for me, I was telling my wife it's it's not that I'm going against Kansas City in any way, shape, or form because they're the second team that I like. You know, I knew they were going to win. You know, I had a buddy who's a Buffalo fan who I just want to say I'm sorry to. Sure. You know, again, I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. It's hard. It's very hard to do. You I know? never will. You just. Not a big game. You just can't do that. Um, It would have been a great Cinderella story to have Detroit in the Super Bowl. Because, I mean, shit. When was the last time they ever won any fucking thing? Yeah, but Kansas City would have beat the fuck out of them. Uh, We don't know that, man. And I told my my wife, you know, if that had happened, I would have literally put my money on Detroit. They would have been overwhelmed. at that point... You're not getting there, especially Jared Goff. You know, he's not getting there to lose. You know, yeah. Matt Stafford already, already won 1-1. One, one. 
it's his turn. I mean, so I mean, it's I mean, not that I would have been betting against Kansas City. Did you bet against me? Patrick Mahomes is my dude. I was telling Marcus that for me, you know, even though I'm a New York Giants fan, watching Patrick Mahomes for me was like watching Michael Jordan back in the day play ball. Whenever Lovely. I watch a football game with him in it, it's like, you know, I'm ready to be dazzled. Tom Brady. You expect it. He's in your time. I don't know. A little too early to say. Fuck that. He's already done more than Tom. If you think about it in trajectory, like if you look at it in, traje in trajectory, if, if, if Pat stays exactly on the pace he's on right now, He's going to double what, what yeah. Tom did in everything. Keyword right there. Numbers, if, et cetera. If, keyword if. Well, I pray he does. Because, I mean, I know Patrick Mahomes is a better athlete than this Tom Brady. Hands three out, out of the four last divisional championships. He's about to go win his third fucking ring because they're going to beat San Francisco. They're going to beat oh, San yes. Francisco. Yes, they are. Oh, yeah. Yes, they are. This That's is going to be a are. better game than if it was Detroit. Because I'm going to be honest with you, Detroit, Detroit making... Getting to where they got to the divisional game, they sort of hit their peak for this season. And let's just keep it real. They're, they barely were able to handle San Francisco showed them, we 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 weren't we weren't really playing in the first half. George Kittle came out in the second quarter. I don't know if y'all seen these videos, but Kittle came out and he was mic'd up and he went all over the bench and he was like, Y'all watch what we about to do at the beginning of the third. Yo, let him sit over there and laugh. Let him sit and laugh. Watch what's about to happen. Right. They came out and in less than eight minutes did everything that Detroit did in the first half. And it not only did they pie the game and make it a new game, Detroit went, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Kansas yeah. City would have done that to them in the first eight minutes. Kansas City, Kansas City. Yep. This is going to be a yep, better yep, game. Yep. It's going to be a high-scoring, fun game to watch. So I'm going to go all the way around the board so that everybody's pick is crystal clear, starting with you, Matt, Kansas City or San Francisco. With everything in my heart, I want to say Niners, but I think anybody in the world is dumb to think that the Chiefs are going to lose this game. I'm sorry. The Chiefs are just too good. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, that defense they have, it's, they have the, I want to say, the most perfect team all around in the NFL right now doesn't really get much better than Kansas City football. That's true. Right on. Brother Marcus, Kansas City or oh. San Francisco? Oh, I'm going to stick with my board, man. Kansas City's going to win. I love the Niners. It's not against the Niners. So I love, I'd love to see um, see Matt get a ring. Yes. Like, Purdy stories, though. Love George Kittle. Like, the whole thing. Oh, I love that team. Nah, man. It's my homes, bro. It's my homes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brother Rick. Uh, yeah, across the board, like I just stated, um, I I will definitely not bet against Kansas City. Uh, they got the momentum going into the game. I think it's going to be a really fun game to watch between the two. I'm super excited. But as I've been saying all season to you guys, Patrick Mahomes goes into big games and he fucking wins. That's yes. all he knows how to do. Yes. yes. And I just want to join in on that. Kansas City is my pick, hands down. There's no way I'm going to bet against Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Please let me well, let it go. I just want to be the first to say that uh, Travis and Taylor are going to be having a baby soon. I think you're still seeing it. Yes. So I want to congratulate them. <laughs> uh, That's what's up. Hey, Al, before, real quick, before you move on, you guys uh, saw on Facebook today, I posed a question. Um, it's the picture of uh, Taylor whispering in his ear right after they won the game the other night. Can I maybe yeah, ask? Yeah, yeah. The three of you to uh, elaborate on what you think she said. Uh, wrong answers only. What's she saying? What's she saying? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Kingsman on this one. I'm gonna go Kingsman style. She was letting him up. I'll give you the butthole if you catch if you catch a touchdown pass. <gasps> pass Jerry Rice. What do you think, Matt? What do you think? Hey, man. <laughs> I already uh, put this on your Facebook, but uh. I'll go ahead and double it up, kids. If you're around, cover your ears. Uh, <laughs> you're definitely getting pegged tonight. It's time to get it. <laughs> uh, received a very warm welcome. There was there was definitely a lot of uh, a lot of emotions to that. Mr. Marcus, I haven't seen you chime in on yet on the book, but uh, what'd you say? What do you think she was saying to him? Uh, I don't know. That's a good one, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards what man. man like, it's got to be something in that kind of vein. It's got to be something like that, you know. Especially after the game he just had. Oh yeah. Oh, 
Dude. It's definitely something like uh, that. The first, my first opinion and thought when I saw it was is I immediately saw Shang Shun's voice and uh, it said, Your soul is mine. Your soul is mine. Like, I just, <laughs> I, I, I felt it. I felt it. Like, she told him, like, oh, yeah, I own you now. Because, like, um, I sent this in the chat, too. It just puts this out there in public. Uh, they're putting a number. Um, she has generated $331 million in revenue for Kansas City and, uh, and the NFL. Um, and, and that 100% is why, uh, fuck anybody's opinion who don't think that she need to be there because you're seeing it left and right. It's bringing the young, more fem feminine demographic to uh, the NFL. Yeah. Blah, it's, blah. It's even half of that money. Yeah. 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 And not that the NFL needed help, but I mean, shit, it doesn't hurt. More yeah. is better. No. Yeah. 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 Well, she's not hurting the outcome of games. And she's not affecting right. if, if, in a negative exactly. way. So. Yeah. If they would have disappointed, like them going to the Super Bowl means that it was all good. Especially since they struggled in the what? beginning. Now, if they like would have first round exit for the first time since these guys started their run, their little dynasty run, uh, sort of our young her. guys like to call them the fucking young warriors of the NFL, cough, cough. But listen, these guys... <laughs> These guys doing what they did it solidifies that Taylor was a positive influence on the whole thing. And look, because Taylor's pregnant and having a baby, as <laughs> a city is guaranteed to win the Super Bowl. Guarantee. You heard it here, folks. Well, well, baby will get the ring too. Yeah, I was gonna say baby's gonna baby's gonna come out holding the ring. <laughs> oh yes, sir, Super Bowl baby. <laughs> Congratulations, talented. Will <laughs> be a talented kid. Man. Maybe we should live stream the Super Bowl. Oh yes. Let's Before consider we go it. into a um, oh dude, I believe um, what was Netflix getting live again? Was it? We're getting raw on twenty five January twenty five. That's gonna be huge. I'm always going raw. It's always huge. <laughs> Before we go into uh, this rumor I heard in basketball, I don't know if it's for sure or not. I wanted to ask you guys' thoughts on this because I just heard about it. Kanye West or his clone, if you will. I don't know. I don't know the story. Those are just the rumors. Those are just the rumors I'm hearing. I don't know if he's a clone or if it's Kanye West, but whatever the case may be, I heard Kanye West just spent $850,000 to remove all his teeth Look. and replace them with titanium teeth. Yeah, I saw that. I th I think what I was seeing is that it's he didn't take his teeth out. They put the titanium on his teeth. Oh. It's I don't want to say it's a grill, but it's sort of along the lines of like what a grill would be or maybe if veneers. It was, it was real maybe perm. like yeah, veneers maybe. There's, they just put it on his teeth. I don't know what he's going for there, but it's Kanye West we're talking about. So, <laughs> if yeah, if they so. if in fact they did cover his teeth, that means they're still gonna rot on the inside. I you know I kind of thought I heard they removed them teeth and replaced it. Well, wouldn't it carbonize it? Like if it's completely sealed, you can't. There's nothing's gonna happen to the teeth. I don't know. I it's, don't know. It's hard to tell. I mean, Kanye West has been off his rocker for only the but Lord knows how long. He's so. a fucking robot already anyway. Yeah. Elon Musk I had mean, his way with him. 850 Both. grand. But hey, Kanye, <laughs> if you're listening, dude, and you got an extra 850 grand, I'm trying to buy the house. Yeah, send some my way. <laughs> so, uh, you know, hey, dog, you know, I'm a big Facts. supporter. Oh, you know, I'm the biggest supporter. Money, yeah, I'm the number one fan. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I wish that motherfucker would stay in the studio. Like he's he's amazing with what he puts out in terms of art, but this Boom. dumb shit that he does over his publicity stunts, it's like I'm not knocking I mean, it, I guess. I'm just more or less just saying like you've kind of done this to yourself. So hopefully he's doing it on purpose. To second that real quick, I mean he gets hate for, but I mean everything he does works in his favor more times than not. Well, oh, I mean we've We've been talking about him for the last 10 years about how crazy he is. and Well, he keeps himself current by being just yeah, a little that's, bit extra. Like, I think that's the whole extra, point. Yeah, it's the whole, he uses the cliche, to be cliche, he uses mm -hmm. the any press is good press scenario. No, he takes that further than any money I know. That's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Man, that appears to me, rich people, man, they bored as fuck. Yeah, bro. you don't know what they, they do. Yeah, they, they just do anything at this point, man. That's crazy. I'd love to be that rich where I'm just like, I just want to do something wild. That makes no sense. I want to be that rich and not talk to nobody, so I don't know where they're going. Come talk to me. Oh, shit. If you go back to our Black Mirror episode, do you remember that Black Mirror episode with, uh, what's his name from that 70s shot? So fucking rich. Oh, there, just oh yeah. It was in like Utah or some shit. Yeah. Man, that's the way to go, especially these days, the times we're living in. We had to get what you can and get the hell out the way. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's facts. So I'd like for everyone to go around the board. Give me your thoughts on this particular rumor. I'm not, I, I don't believe it's true. You know, again, it's just something I heard. The Orlando Magic <clears throat> trading Markel Folks along with maybe three other names and a high draft pick for Zach Levine. Have you guys heard this rumor? And if, in fact, you know, whether or not you heard the rumor, what do you think about it if it was true? I'll start with you, it, Marcus, since you're the sports guy on the show. Well, I have not heard it, but I know Levine's been in, like, trade rumors all season. Like, I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to be in Chicago. Chicago's not going anywhere. Yeah. They're probably going to unload him, DeRozan, at some point, you know, a couple other guys. As far as the trade itself, like, on the surface, I don't hate it because I think Zach Levine is fantastic, but he has been hurt a lot this year. And, like, I don't know. Like, it depends on the players that you're giving up. Like, Fultz, I, that's fine. High draft pick, like, that's depending on what year it is, that's fine. I can't remember the, like, other, the names, other but I think there were, like, two or yeah. three other names. Like, it just depends on, like, the pieces you're giving up for him. But not, they weren't important but, pieces as far as I'm okay. Yeah, for, yeah, definitely not any of the big names, but just... But I would say, you want me though, to tell like, you what it is before you move forward? Yeah. So this is according to uh, Sports Illustrated. So I, I'll call that a credible enough source to say that this is something circulating. Again, um, as you sort of prefaced, it doesn't necessarily make it a true thing. They have these sort of proposed trades all the time. So, and, and this is Bleacher Report suggests, okay, that the Bulls should trade Zach Levine to the Magic for Gary Harris... Jonathan Isaac, Jalen Suggs, and the number 11 pick, which originally belonged to oh. Chicago before it was given to Orlando and the Vucevic trade. So, there you go. Now move forward. I would not trade. I would not trade Jalen no. Suggs. That that wouldn't trade Jalen Suggs. Too, so that's, he wouldn't be a part of that package. I'm not saying it's too much for Zach because he's worth that. But as an Orlando fan, I wouldn't be happy with it. You see what I'm saying? Like. It would be an even trade, but as a fan, I would hate it. But I was going to say, too, though, if a trade like that was to happen, I feel like it could, like, motivate Zach to be at his best, though, you know? And you might, like, you might get the best version. Wait, trying to, I, mean, I, I, are you I trying to say, like, he tried like, to sell himself kind of thing? Pretty much, you know? Like, so, like, he's been hurt this year, and I, I don't know, like, I'm not going to speculate on whether or not the injuries are legitimate. He's been hurt a lot. I they are. He's I mean, been hurt these a days, lot. nobody's maybe. even injured anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe he's just, just, just like you said, maybe he doesn't want to be in Chicago, and he's hurt. I'm hurt. I'm actually hurt. Holding out. Oh, he definitely doesn't want to be in he's, Chicago. He's, yeah. like, he definitely holding, out, holding out via injury. But I feel like he's definitely getting moved at some point. Before the deadline, I, I'd be shocked if he's not. He has moved. value, and if Orlando, yeah, yeah. And you value. know they go get physicals before trades go through and all that shit. So, uh -huh. so you know, I can see, I can see the Magic making a move. I don't know if it's for Zach in particular, but I think they're like they're close, you know, because they're a playoff team. For Do you sure, think but Zach like, helps the Magic in your opinion? You depending on what we them? give up, and yeah, depend. Like if Jalen Suggs is a part of it, I say no. I definitely would not be a, I would not include him in that. But if you can get around having a lose Suggs and you can get Zach and like I would say like at his apex, the best version of him, oh yeah. That definitely makes the magic a better team. You know? All right, Rick, what about you, buddy? I mean, it really just depends. <laughs> Could you see the irony you... of Zach Levine coming to Orlando and then being in the dunk contest after a fucking totally like he robbed Aaron, and I'm not taking anything away from what Zach did in that particular uh, that particular show. Um, I still say Aaron got robbed. Aaron won that. 
Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Gordon was Definitely. right. Aaron Gordon is right. I digress. So, um, listen, I think I pretty much said it when I just read it right there. Uh, It's a newer rumor. Obviously, a lot of things come up when it gets getting close to February and the trade deadline is getting close. A lot of analysts and so-called experts and ex-players, et cetera, et cetera, will sort of weigh on what they think are good trades, knowing what some of the teams are willing to deal with. Um, Yes, I think Zach would be amazing in Orlando, but what we would have to give up to get that, I don't know. You know, I mean, it changes the dynamic of the team. If you, if you take, Easy. I mean, okay, yes, if you take Jalen out of that picture and give him the rest of the shit, as far as, far as I'm concerned as an Orlando fan, I would be okay with that. But Chicago's not going to take that. They know that he's worth more. So I would take Zach for sure, but not necessarily that trade package. Not to, mm-hmm. not to harp on anything, but Jonathan Isaac, is that his name? Yes. yes. He's basically the magic Sterling Shepard. Yeah. Oh, Ever man. since the bubble, I mean, he was, he he, he's a practice squad guy. You know, he's a good bit. Uh, <laughs> he didn't take sick. a knee. He didn't take a knee in the bubble, and he, he got cursed ever since. That's true. <laughs> he's been injured a lot, too. But, I mean, he was like a defensive player of the year candidate before, like, all the injuries. Yeah, yeah. That makes no, that makes no never mind if you do. That was fucking Teddy Hardaway and got him. Everybody else who comes here, Grant fucking Hill, got out. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. There was a minute there, Otis Smith, I feel like, wanted to get anybody who was about to get injured a shot to get some money. (laughs) (laughs) Anything? Anything? Gilbert Arenas? I mean, really? I mean, I like Gil. I love love Asian Zero. I love Asian Zero. Me too. But when he got to the Magic, wasn't the same. He was washed by then. He was washed by then. Oh, you know that guy that went up there, uh, went up to New York at that same time period from uh, when we had uh, we had Dwight Howard and uh, he Dwight wanted Chris Paul and Otis wouldn't do it and uh, we almost got the guy from New York. When it comes to me, I'm bringing up power forward, war glasses. Uh, you guys loved him. Damn it, I feel unprepared now. Uh, Marty Stoudemire. Stoudemire. We yeah, had man. an opportunity to have the three of them here together in Orlando, and that's what Dwight wanted, and Otis told him no. Like, that was a huge thing. Uh-huh. That was a real big turning point for me as a fan. Like, oh, could you imagine? Like, we would have we had, we had, would have gone to win damn near the chip every year for at least three, four, five years, uh, <laughs> especially if we gave him a bench. Stop, stop shaking your head. I don't know. We I, think, uh, I think Dwight Howard was player he was because he didn't have a – Chris Paul or Sotomayor around him. The defense wasn't going to go anywhere, but I feel like as often as he was going to be able to score would have fallen tremendously, and Dwight wouldn't be the player he was if he had. If Sotomayor is down on the block with him, half of those looks that Dwight was getting is gone. No, I don't think so because Sotomayor was a little more D-friendlier. That's the thing. He would have had Stoddy sitting on the other side over there to kind of pick up on the defensive side, so that Dwight could put a little more effort in the offensive side and vice versa because Dwight wasn't necessarily a large scorer in the NBA. Like in Taiwan and this other shit he's doing right now, he's like, it's ridiculous, like Superman. But over, like, no pun intended. But over here, it was it was more of an even balance. Like he was more of like he would score you 15 to 21 and get you 15 to 21 boards and, and get – four or five blocks. I think he led the blocks a couple of those years. Yeah. So on and so forth. And, and I feel like it, uh, having some defensive help because that's where we lacked. That's what fucked us up in those finals when the next year we, when he basically got us the arena and that next year is when he asked for CP. Um, uh, that season, what we lacked, if we would have had about like a 10 or 15% better fucking defensive rating, so to speak, I think we would have, we, we could have got that chip. And, um, a Damon and a, even a Chris Paul because he runs the floor. I don't. Chris Paul is again. He's not necessarily going to get you a lot of stats, but he runs the floor for you, and he's that's what I needed. Yeah, yeah. I he's think with CP would have been Lob City if he came. Yeah, to I just, oh, yeah. I think them two would have been better than bringing Stoudemire there. But either way, at the oh, end of the day, I don't think they were beating Kobe that year. Kobe was on a mission to get that ring, and that's the thing is I don't think I don't. It don't matter. Who, you know I love LeBron, but LeBron wasn't going to beat Kobe that year. So 
<laughs> and if you Total think if you think of all the free throws Dwight Howard wins. Yeah, and he can't even shoot them motherfuckers either. He's better than Shaq. But I don't even think it was necessarily about that year. Let's let's say I think they everybody lived, was. It was when <laughs> they lost that it was when <laughs> they lost that to Kobe that yeah. Dwight asked for CP. And he that's what I'm at. He was like, Give me that piece right there. We'll et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? And we would have been we would have been straight. But Otis went, you know, he went and got all oh, you're not gonna tell players aren't gonna tell me. And that's why we lost Shaq for nothing, you know, and so on and so forth. Oh god. But I mean what the, the next year Kobe won again, right? He beat he finally beat Boston. So oh, yeah. again, I, I there wasn't still a year think, in between. Oh no, it was back to back. It was back to back, and I, I that's the thing. I don't think Chris Paul would have been the piece to stop Kobe. We don't think say so, not then. Not with everything else Orlando was doing because Kobe, they still went to win six games. Yeah, but Boston was running the East at that time, and I, I think Boston still would have ran Orlando over, even with Chris Paul. I mean, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Rondo, Ray I Allen. Mean, it is a what-if thing. It is, but I, Boston was just way too good at that time. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately. I can't stay in Boston. It's nice to focus on yeah. basketball, though, for a little while. Just want to point that out real quick before we move on. Fantasy yeah. basketball now. I've actually been focusing, and you motherfuckers better watch out. You got a lot of catching up to do. Not really. I'm about to be. Ti- I'm about to be in third place after this week, Marcus Kafka. And look where I'm at, buddy. <laughs> coming for that ass. I worry, for that ass. But look, I, as far as like basketball fantasy is concerned, I just want to <laughs> say to the three of you, fuck your couch. Fuck your couch, nigga. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, that's thank God for Sean. Is that what you said? Thank God for Sean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, dude, I'm still bitter about fantasy football. So look. I, I don't I'll, even start. I got a proposal. I'll I'll trade you somebody for Giannis. You don't need him <laughs> at wow. this point, bro. <laughs> you don't need him at this point. Now, nah, Marcus, you need to give some people up. <laughs> <laughs> you got a few nice pieces on your team. I'm saying I'm willing to make some moves. Look, man. at this point, hey, if I see anybody good, I'm going to try to scoop them up. Make sure you guys don't well, get them. I'm going to play spoiler. I mean, what I'm learning right now, it's, it's about timing. It's about timing with those guys and who grabs them and where you are in waiver order. Like, it's a lot more like in football, we don't really have to do that very much. And in, in, in basketball, though, again, it's like almost daily, like literally daily, you have to like see. Oh, you what's... have to pay attention. I'll, I'll give like, um, whoa, whoa. I, you know, again, because of the way that we play and I love you guys and all of that, it's about us getting better so we can go out there and conquer the world in the future. Um, I'll do this <laughs> to you. Something that I've been doing the last three or four weeks and you guys can say what you want, but I have definitely been steaming up. I think I led the league last week. Uh, you know, I, I've won three out of the last four. I'm um, in third place, about to move into third place. Cough, cough. Uh, here's what I'm going to tell you I've been doing here lately since I had to, since I could focus less on football. Um, you can go up to the top where it says sh- display stats and it's showing 2024 and click that to the last 30 days. You'll kind of look at actually and see a little bit better perspective on what some guys have been doing. So some guys that might only be averaging 28, 29, 30 on the season so they don't look as attractive. If you look at the last 30 days, they might be averaging 45, 50 over the last 30 days because they picked up their game. And you know what I mean? Certain things like that. Um, that's a little tip I might give for anybody on fantasy basketball. Oh, you know, I don't want to, I didn't, I didn't want you to miss out on this. Like, man, I just wanted to be clear. What were your thoughts on Zach Levine being on the mat? He's a, he's a great player. I love the skill set that he has. I think on another team, he'd be great. But what Orlando has brewing right now, I don't think there's a piece that they could give up to me that would make it worth their while, especially a high draft pick, like 11th pick. They have great chemistry going on in Orlando right now. And I know that they're not technically a championship contender. I think they need to keep these young guys brewing because, I mean, it's working in Oklahoma City. You trust these guys. They figure out how to play together. They figure out how to beat these big-name teams. And five years down the road where the LeBrons, the Currys, the KDs are falling off or retired, these young teams who have been together for the last five years are going to be running the league. I mean, Boston, prime example of that. They've got Tatum and Brown, and they trusted those two guys, and they've kept them together, and they're the number one team in the NBA. So I personally don't think it's worth it because – at best, Zach Levine's got five years left of really being that guy. So I, I'd, uh-huh. I'd put my money and my faith into these younger dudes. 
Right on, right on. That's true. That's fair. I agree with that. Just to just to just to say, Boston is still not going to win shit this year. They got a good chance. I mean, no. yeah. bringing Kristaps in and those few other pieces that they got. If Tatum and Brown carry the load, and they let the other guys just do their 10, 15 points a game, they can well, go deep. I mean, they lost to Miami last year, but I, I mean, think- I like seeing Boston in the championship just to lose it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, as a Yankee, sure, that, you have to be against Boston. You have to be like that, that yeah. <laughs> but hey, look, man, I know you had some thoughts on uh, a recent UFC card. Because we all know I'm not a fan of Sean Strickland. Now, I will say this before. Now, I was kind of watching the fight, but not, you know, I was joking around with the folks that we were watching the fight with, so I really wasn't watching the fight. So I can't really tell you whether or not the decision was just. I'm just glad that he doesn't have a back. You ever watch the highlights? There's, there's, well, I mean, there really uh, isn't I, much highlights from the fight. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I know he was cut by a headbutt, but I mean, the other side of his face was tore up too. Duplessis looked pretty man, tore he looked up. rough, man. I'm pretty banged up right now. I don't feel like. Listen, I'm I'm up for another round if they want to go. Like he looked tough. You know, that reminded me of like uh, the BJ Penn and George St. Pierre fight. I know that BJ Penn whooped that ass that night. George St. Pierre went to the hospital, BJ went to the bar. Yeah. You watch that fight, he beat his ass. He did. But then he gave GSP the decision, but you know, that's neither here nor there. But I was just glad that Strickland lost. But did you watch the fight? Oh, I was I was tuned in the whole entire fight. <laughs> yeah, I was we were actually going back and forth, yeah. I was actually pretty excited to watch the fight, even though I didn't really care who won. I'm happy with either outcome. But as a fan standpoint of the UFC in whole, I think if you're going to give some of these guys the wins here and some of these guys the wins there, I think it should be it should be judged fairly throughout the whole thing. I know it's never, ever going to be perfect. Yeah, that's what sucks. But Dana White himself, Dana White himself even said, on his card, Sean Strickland won. I had it uh, two to two going into the last round, and I thought uh, Strickland won the last round. And Oof. me, in my opinion, he lost rounds three and four. He got his ass beat those two rounds, but he won the first two. And in round five, he was putting the, he's putting the beats on him. So I think if we're judging off of who won each round, he won three to two. Now, Oof. other guys are going to say, "Oh, well, Duplessis had the takedowns." Granted, yes, he was six and nine for takedowns, but those takedowns didn't do anything. He strictly was like, oh, I need to take down so I can win this round. It was one of the, oh, there's 30 oh, seconds left. I'm going to take him down and get the points. That's the unfortunate thing with the UFC. Takedowns count yeah. for so much. No matter, you know, you would think what you do with the takedown would matter, you know, most. But literally, uh, well, if somebody gets taken down, you're like, fuck, man, you just lost the entire round because of that one takedown. And that's the thing. I uh, I hated wrestling, grappling. When I first started watching UFC, I just wanted to watch two guys beat the shit out of each other. But the more I watch it, the more of a fan I'm becoming. I understand what takedowns do for the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, if you're, you're going to take somebody down, do something with it manhandle that guy don't well, well, take him down and then in, within a second or two the guy's already standing back up you know who you should go back and watch matt who was a matt now granted i wasn't a fan of his for some reason but i will give credit where credit is due and that is matt hughes watch what that guy does as a risk the more confident he gets with his ability to stuff to take oh! Oh! Left hook. here comes hughes he's got crushing power Buckled Almeida. And he's hanging on tight to Almeida. That's a strong man. He could finish it here. He very well could, Mike. Matt he might, Hughes. He might be out. He it might be out. Unbelievable. Matt Hughes shoots out Ricardo wow. Almeida. You want to talk about some power. Do you know how hard it is to choke a guy to sleep like that? Oh, and that's the thing. I've, I've grown. I, I, I respect those guys a lot more now. But I was going to say, Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes is the reason why GSP learned how to wrestle. Okay. You know, let it, you know, just let it be known, because Matt Hughes used to beat well, his well, ass, dude. I mean, GSP. Yeah, GSP yeah. had to figure that out. I didn't. You know, I'll credit GSP. You know, he figured it out. 
But Matt Hughes is the reason. The first fight, he tapped before Matt Hughes even had the submission. Oh, well, he didn't want it. Like, he just grabbed him and yeah, he, started, he, yeah, he started tapping immediately. He was like, oh, no. Oh. Trying to finish this round one with a flurry and score some points. Matt Hughes, look at submission, and it's all over. He, he didn't like to hurt. I mean, dude, he's Canadian. You know, enough said. <laughs> I mean, there's some yeah, of those guys, though, yeah, you know. Once they get their arms wrapped around yeah. that neck, you're like, uh, I might be able to fight this and this other one. The second they get you, you know you're done for. So now look, if I get caught in a choke, you know I'm just going to sleep. Right? Yeah, oh, nah, I go if, to sleep. If you catch my arm, hey dude, I'm tapping out, dog. There's no oh, need. No. For, there's no need oh, for no, this for real. There's yeah. no nah. need for this type of thing. Yeah, don't break my arm. Yeah, please don't break my arm. Please don't break my arm. They could choke me out. The older the older you get, the more you realize it's not worth it. Heard? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, you it, man. Yeah. You got it, you know? My bad. I didn't, nah. I didn't yeah. 50,000 ain't enough for a broken arm for the next six months. I'll pass. Oh, oh, oh. GSP was the UFC. You know, he was the Van Damme of the UFC. Yeah, I mean, he's arguably one of the greatest of all time. So, R-D. I know you're talking about Jean-Claude, but R-D-D. Uh, you know, and he got boring at the end there, but you know, I give him credit where credit is due. You know, they all hard. do at some point. I think, I think nah. Strickland. I think Strickland. Yeah. Listen, um, I'm glad the Strickland fight went the way that it did because there's been some lower level kind of rumors going around. I guess that uh, they're they're baiting on changing up how they do scoring. So I'll pose this question to you guys. Um, two things. One, to simplify it anyway. Two things. One, five judges instead of three. And, um, like you brought up about the takedown, it's not going to not necessarily alter what the takedowns points sort of count as, but, um, uh, the way that they score submissions, uh, breakups by the ref, you know how, like when they get in certain holds and you guys know a little bit better than me. So when I was reading it, I was trying to kind of decipher it a little bit. I would. Man. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for one of my buddies who refs and lower level UFC stuff to explain it to me. And when he gets back to me, I'll I'll, I'll bring it to the show. But a uh, long story short, they're debating on kind of changing up or evolving the scoring system. What are your guys' kind of thoughts on that? Well, that probably would help, but that also yeah. won't change how crooked some of these refs are. No. Well, no, and and obviously TKO and the whole. I mean, again, it's gonna you're gonna see the WWE get more a lot more raw, and you're gonna see the UFC get a lot more scripted. Like it's just that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna it's gonna hybrid. I mean, obviously, especially with um, them signing uh, the the raw going to Netflix in January of 25 is gonna be followed up with the UFC gonna be right behind them. We're gonna see a lot yeah. of stuff. Oh. Uh, in those platforms, the way that we've been seeing WWE on Peacock the last year and a half, that's about to happen. And so the USC is going to have to stay entertaining. You're not going to want to, like, listen, we might like it as raw, not raw, I should say raw. We might like it as pure fighting fans um, as much, but in whole big money picture, they want more and more and more. And the way to get more fans is to sort of, if you control more of the outcomes and the storylines and you have a little bit more excitement in the cage, the UFC could be bigger than the WWE. And so it's not just going to be two sweaty dudes rolling around on the fucking mat, wasting time in like a bigger hold. That's not really submission to your point on the Strickland fight. Yeah. If, if he would have put him in some holds where he had to either submit or get saved by the bell, et cetera, et cetera, it might've been more definitive but I think there was a little bit of scripting involved there. I think the UFC pushed for Strickland to lose. Oh, yeah, and I believe the UFC started that the second they brought Brock Lesnar in. And that started back a long time ago. Now he's caught up. Yeah, some of those guys, whenever they they, uh, make their way into MMA, I don't look forward to watching them get beat up. (laughs) Did you watch the fight, Marcus? No, I saw saw, uh, some of the highlights. I mean... I don't know, man. To take a belt, I feel like it's got to be definitive. That's my whole case. It's my whole case. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not like a huge fan of either guy like that. But like, yeah. I'm kind of with Matt. I feel like he he should not have lost his belt in that fashion. Now, like, if you got to take a dude down 
and like submit them cool but as far as like what rick was saying with the the point system like i feel like a takedown should only it should be a certain amount of points you get for a takedown but what you do with the takedown should like dictate whether or yeah, not it's, it's gonna matter you know like as far as the score is concerned but no nah, my main thing is like i don't I, as a fight fan, I feel like to take a belt, you got to knock somebody out or, like, definitively you gotta prove their ass. You know, submit them. Yeah, something. So, I didn't I see that. that motion. Well, also, uh, moving on, because I want, to, I want us to be able to discuss this. There are some UFC events that we're actually looking forward to. I believe you have the cards list. Uh, the list was a 299 and 300. Let's talk 299 first. So, we'll start off with... Uh, Who's fighting on there, and uh, uh-huh. make our predictions on each one, and then we'll move on Whoa. to the three hundred card. Matt, you got the two ninety nine still pulled up? Yeah. So for the main event, we got Sean O'Malley and uh, Marlon Chito Vera. Whoa! I think, uh, I think Sean O'Malley is going to get his revenge this time. Oh, uh, you got Sean O'Malley. You know what? My nephew, my nephew loves yeah. Sean O'Malley. I do too. I'm a huge I'm a fan, fan of Silver Bear. I'm a fan. Yeah, <laughs> no, the way he handled Aljamain, I think, sort of just cemented his feet into the champion UFC. I'm not going to lie. Know. I was hurt. I was hurt in that Aljamain fight, man. I was hurt. <laughs> I was, oh, I was, I was happy. Hurt. I was happy. Very I love hurt. Aljo, but. He did him bad, man. It was a great <laughs> shot. There's no but fighting I'm, that. Yeah. I felt I felt like that punch yes. was a little racist. There, I said it. Sterling on the oh! Sterling. Uh, how you doing? Probably was. <laughs> <laughs> Probably was. Hey, you know, how you doing? There it is. There it is. Man. How you doing? <laughs> it comes out. That's my truth right there. That's my truth. Oh man, I was, I was just here, but dude, that was a. Solid, just yeah. it just ruined them. Yeah, it did. When you when you right. land on your face, yeah. that's uh, a. Yeah. Yeah, look, you just get caught. Like, so you got so you, so uh, I guess you're picking that one is uh Sean O'Malley against Cheeto. Yeah, I think I think he gets a wrench. What What about you, Marcus? I'm going with Sean in that one. We're all with it. Yeah. Okay. 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 What about you, Rick? Um, I'm going with Sean because he has the momentum, and I think he has the script. Mm, so you guys are going for the white boy. All right. So your numbers. <laughs> I, I'm going from uh, I'm going for Cheetah. White power. White power. I'm going. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm going for Cheetah, dog. I'm going, uh, I'm going for Cheeto in that one. I got. Cheeto I think it'll be a good one. fight, though. You know, to elaborate on I, it a little bit. I do bit. too, but yeah, good fight. I don't know. I think Sean is really coming into his own lately. I think he gets the dub. I like uh, I like his panache. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's not. I don't. I don't hate yes. O'Malley. You know, but Cheeto Vera. Yes. You know, that's that dude right there, bro. I just, I, God, I think the people that Sean has beat on his way to this belt, it's. I mean, you can argue the first time Sean lost to Cheeto, it was because he broke his ankle in the fight. So right, that fight wasn't over when that happened. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't yeah, definitive yeah, either yeah, way. Yeah. People people say that it was. People say that it wasn't. I mean, it's really right. it, up to you at that point. But to look, me, if I think if his ankle doesn't break, he wins that fight. And he's not the same fighter right now that he was. No, way better. O'Malley O'Malley got weak ankles. Yeah, way just better like Floyd Mayweather got weak wrists. Like daddy. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna say that right there, you know. <laughs> but I, I hope Cheeto win. What's the co-main event on that one? That is Dustin Poirier and oh, yeah. Saint Dennis. Yeah. I think Dustin Poirier's he's pissed off after that last fight, so I think he's ready to come back and show everybody who he is. But I hear Dustin has been you know oh. before before you make your pick in that one. I hear Dustin has been uh, avoiding Dariush. Is it Dariush he's been avoiding? Yeah, I remember us talking about that not long ago, and I haven't seen that. But that may just be my my fan blinders on because I love Poirier. You said fan blinders, I like that. So the but, other guy is running. The other guy is uh, what is he? Where is he from? Benoit Saint Denis. I don't oh, know okay. who this guy is, but he's a 
I mean, he's getting a co-main against Dustin Poirier, so he's obviously. I know who he something. is. I know who he is. Yeah, I know who he is. He's 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 he's, he's worked his way to be there. He's worked. Yeah, he, he definitely deserves to be there. Who do you got in that one? Who do you got in that so, one? You know what, Matt? <laughs> I got my boy Poirier. Uh, no, no, no way I can go against him. Sir Marcus, who do you yeah. have in that one? Valda, Dusty, Sir Rick. Yeah. Uh, I'll be surprised if he loses. So I'll go with Dustin. I would if I had to put money. Okay. I got Dustin in that one. I got Dustin in that one as well. There you go. Are there any other fights worth uh, mentioning on that two ninety nine? Uh, Kevin Holland fights again. He's fighting Michael Page. Oh, oh okay. I got Kevin Holland. Ooh, I'll just shut my pick up yeah. right now. I, I love got Kevin, Kevin Holland. Holland. Love yeah, him. Yeah. He's actually he's yeah. had a camp this time. It's not a two week notice where he's fighting again. So he's had time to see, train look, to get right. Um, I respect the fighter that stays in that stays in shape. Ready to oh, go. Me and, too. Me too. Takes those uh-huh. fights. I do yeah, too, but so, you you risk yeah. injury, you risk getting your lights knocked out because you yeah, you, you haven't know, had time to study. Yeah, but he respects. has my absolute respect. I got yeah. Holland. I love Kevin Holland. You got Holland, Holland. too, Marcus. What about you, Rick? Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, Holland. Yeah, I, I, I he, he has some momentum. I usually go with slow momentum. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anyone else? Anyone else? Uh, All right, Gilbert Burns and Jack De La Medea. Oh, Madalena, sorry. Yeah, Wolf. that's going to be a huge fight, but I think Gilbert Burns takes that one. Marcus? Uh, I'm like, I'm going to go with Dubbit. Oh, Jack. Oh, yeah. That's not a huge upset, though. But. I, don't, I don't have too much data on either, so I can't really. I, I've only probably seen either one of them lose. And I'm a Gilbert Burns hater, too, so. I hate him. That, I, love, I love Gilbert Burns. I, I don't know. Uh, I ain't done that to me. I just, you know, so guys. You know. I'm a, I, I like Gilbert. I like you. You know what? I'm going <laughs> to pick Gilbert in this one. Gilbert's got my foot in this one. Anyone else worth Anyone else worth mentioning on that 299 uh, card? Peter Yon fights. I think that's the first main card fight. Oh. But I don't okay. know the guy he's fighting. So I think Peter Yon's going to Song Yadong, <laughs> really? Oh, dude, that's going to be your great fight. <laughs> I don't know Song Yadong, so oh, you know, uh, is Japanese or Chinese? Sure. So you know, uh, so you guess it's as good Asian. as mine. You guys uh-huh. also, <laughs> of course, well, the truth I mean, is coming out of this show, fellas. The truth is <laughs> you should uh, expose me now, man. If, if I was trying to be stereotypical, <laughs> he's obviously got a martial art background. Like, do you got? I mean, do you know who he is, Al? The way you said that's going to be a good fight. You know him. If it's the guy I'm thinking of, I believe. You know what? Let me see if I can't pull that. I believe he's Korean. Korean. Mm-hmm. Like, what's his what's his background in oh, terms of one. fight style? All I know is he's gonna. All I know is he's gonna song your dong. That's all I know. (laughs) How do you know? (laughs) (laughs) Is there a way to to find out where song your dong is from? You know, uh, he's Chinese. Chinese. Okay, my bad. My apologies. He's Chinese. What's his fight style? (laughs) 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 Somebody send this to his people and make sure you know he's getting some fucking playtime right now. His nickname is the Kung Fu Kid, so I think there's um, your answer. Oh, so oh, there we go. So right. play some sort of style. I wasn't, I wasn't being bad. I wasn't bad. I don't know. You're right. Maybe he does like <laughs> yeah, a Luke King okay. bicycle kick. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been t- I've been considering taking Tai Chi, you nah. guys. And tai-, tai Chi is sort of like the mellow part or the meditative part of Kung Fu. I, I've been told that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very good. You, it's very good. If you want to have like a little bit less violent of an experience, uh, Tai Chi is kind of the way to do it. I'm considering doing it. No, I'm trying to see blood. I don't want to make blood. I don't want to make blood. That's my, I, I don't really want to be violent. Like it's one thing to do. It, it's one thing to study martial arts. It's another thing to want to like hurt people. Okay. So, Hey, let's run down. Cause we got the 300 card that we are really. Let's run down the fights real quick. So we've got Justin Gaethje and Max Holloway as your main event. Ooh, who you got in that one, Matt? Who you got in that one? Max Holloway has got a chin of steel, but I think Justin Gaethje, especially the way he did Dustin Poirier, is going to work his magic on Max Holloway. 
Ooh. And I'm a huge fan of both. I love Max Holloway. And like I said, Ooh. I'll say it again, he's got a chin of steel. Nobody has even sat that man down. Uh-huh. But Justin Gaethje is in his prime uh-huh. right now. He's coming off a huge win. Uh-huh. Yes, he is. I don't see Justin Gaethje losing this uh-huh. fight. Aye, aye, aye. All right, Marcus. What about you, buddy? What's up, man? So, so Max, the way he's going to have to kill Gaethje. Like, you literally going to have to kill him yeah. in the ring. Because he's not going to, like, give up. He's not going to stop. He's not going to protect nope. himself or nothing. So yeah, I'm with Matt, man. It's kind of hard to pick. <laughs> I want, I'll say I want Max to win because I'm a yeah. huge fan. And I like them both. I feel like Gage is going to win, though. But I wouldn't be shocked if Max was to win it. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Gage. All right, buddy. Rick. It depends on how much Max takes Gage down during the first like uh, round and a half. So um, because I, I think where you guys are both coming from, besides liking them both, in other words, like you with Strickland out, like you don't really have a reason to hate either one. So like mm-hmm. you're not going to be like, oh, or yay, that fucker lost. So with that said, either one winning is good. So if we want to look at it from a technical perspective, KT has the momentum. I'm big on that stuff with script. If if he stayed in shape, like Mac, like like you said, Mac Max Max is. You said chin of steel. I like that. I like that analogy. Uh, but what it is is the it's the distance. Max is gonna get beat if he doesn't keep him on the ground by by about the second the end of the second round. Max is gonna be out of. Uh, it, Max is gonna stay in defense the whole time. So, yeah, I'm going to give it to Gaethje, I think, too. I think he's going to outrun him. I got Gaethje on that one as well. My man is just a straight monster. Yeah, and those two guys, I Where? I think they're going to stand up the whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I believe so, too, man. They did. Yeah. And, again, I'm a fan of both of them, but I believe mm-hmm. Gaethje has this one. What's the next fight, Matt? Uh, Let's roll Wei- through real fast. Weili Zhang is co-main. She's defending her belt. Uh, I don't know how to I don't know. She's Chinese. I know yeah. that for sure. I don't yeah, know how to pronounce sure. this other woman's name, but they're both Chinese. That's all she's I know. She's keeping it's, the belt. She's the first, keeping oh, it's the yeah. first time that they're, that, yeah. that they're and doing both that. Girls, both girls are monsters. Dude. Yes. That is going to be a great fight. Who do you have in that one? Who do you think you got in that one? Oh, Zhang is the best straw weight of all time. She's got that in the back. I, w- I actually wouldn't want to fight her either. No. I wouldn't want to fight her either. Fuck As a no. man, I would not want to. No. Fuck no. no. She Look, kicked all four of her asses at once. What do you got in that one, Marcus? <laughs> oh, oh, Whaley's keeping her belt. Right on, right on. Rick, what about you? Yeah, same thing. Uh, she's going to keep the belt. She's That's not going to probably change hands. I concur. I concur. That's going to be a good one. Next one. Uh, Yuri Pushakta. He's finally fighting again. I don't know how... To, I don't know this other guy. I don't know how to pronounce his name either. I think it's Alexander Rochix? Rocket? I think the Russian guy, I think they're billing this as his comeback, though. This other guy's comeback. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably, uh, I got well, well, Yuri's as well because he just lost in the, he just lost to Alex. And then, uh, Him and Alex Ferreira fought for the ooh. vacant belt and he lost. So this is his first fight back from that. I think he's, uh, I think he's ready to put a whooping on. All right. So you got, you got, uh-huh. you got Prahak, Prah- how do you pronounce that again? Prahak? Yuri Prashakta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. I got, I, I got him as well. What about you, Marcus? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I got him. <laughs> what about you, Rick? Uh, I can't give a fair assessment. I haven't watched either fighter enough. No worries at all. Next fight, uh, Aljo is coming back. He's fighting Calvin Cater. The sh- hey. Ooh, you got in that one. You got in that Ooh, one. That's tough, though. I love Aljo, but I think that last fight kind of diminished him. And Calvin Cater's on the come up right now. I think Calvin Cater might put it. If Aljo wants to wrestle, Aljo's going to win. But if they don't, if they don't get down on the mat, Calvin Cater's going to win. White boy again. Okay. White boys is going to do what white boys is going to do. Yes. Huh? Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> 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 what about you, Marcus? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm rocking with Aljo, man. I mean, Sugar put him down. He hurt him. You know, he killed him, but. Aljo got uh, he he he's got a heart he's got a heart of a champ and he'll, he'll be back right on what about he'll you be back. real quick uh have any of you guys seen Aljo since he's been back like train I haven't I haven't either so I don't really know how he's looking right now it's been a minute what two over two years since his last fight that was last year the beginning of last year 
I, I'm not sure. Can't call it. Can't call it. Right on. I got Aljo on this one. I got Aljo on this one. But hey, folks, that's about all this time we have. Um, if you guys want to uh, subscribe, like, share, please do so. Comment. Yes, 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 yes. Also, check Interact. out our merch. All the uh, info's back up in our bio. If you're also looking for any artwork, oh, no. please hit my nephew Nate up. His info's also in our, in our bio. Yes, sir. And check out our intro and outro track. It's called Trap Sex. It's by an artist named Nish. You can find his music on SoundCloud and YouTube. Right on. So signing off, I'm Al, Marcus, Rick, and Matt. Peace. Later.